Hello and welcome back to the What Would You Know podcast. This is your host, Lily Heenan. And today I'm going to be reading out lessons that you guys have learned along your journey and in your 20s and in life in general, because I've obviously done two episodes now of 36 lessons I think I've learned in my 20s so far. And I put up a question box on Instagram and I asked you guys what you have learned in your journey of life so far. And some of the responses, I couldn't get them to myself. I wanted to dedicate a whole another episode. So that is what today's episode is all about. I'm going to be sharing your responses. If you guys haven't already, if you could give me a rating and review Start following the podcast if you haven't already so it keeps you up to date with all of my episodes because you don't want to miss out on them. Obviously today is going to be a quick episode um, but there are some things that I quickly wanted to go over before I get into the lessons that you guys have shared. Um, I want to give you some recommendations because I've had a week full of trying new things And it's been a really good week in terms of trying new things. So I want to share them with you guys. But obviously first, I need to own my shit. I said a few weeks ago that I was owning my shit because I had been coincidentally going out a lot. I am someone who has drifted away a lot from drinking every weekend and going out partying every weekend. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but I was doing it. Every weekend, maybe when I was like 20, from 18 to like 20, 21, and then 22 came on and I probably would only do it like once every six to eight weeks. Um, And the past like few weeks, it was probably six weeks in a row where I had something on every weekend and I was drinking a lot and I was in the cycle of because I have a lot of limiting beliefs around alcohol, just, you know, I can't go to certain social events without drinking alcohol or getting drunk, Um, working with that on my coach, which has been incredible. But I had been going through that the past like six weeks when I was drinking every weekend. And it was literally like I wanted to go out and have fun and drink or whatever. It was literally because I had something on every weekend in terms of a social event or a birthday or it was AFL grand final. Anyway, this weekend just gone and the weekend before, I haven't gone out, I haven't had alcohol. I haven't been drunk because one thing with me is if I go out and have a big weekend and I'm really hungover, I waste my days and the feelings that come with me being hungover, like the anxiety and me being tired and me having more brain fog and me not being able to concentrate, lingers into the week. Sometimes, even on a Thursday, I'll still be feeling the effects of getting absolutely plastered on the weekend. I think that I maybe am just a pussy in that sense or my body's built differently because I know some of my friends, they can get really drunk and have a really good time and then Sunday they're fine. Like they'll say to me, I'm not even hungover and I'm there almost in my deathbed. Maybe I'm being a bit of a sook, but also I just don't feel good (laughs) and that's okay. Anyway, I'm owning my shit 
well, I'm, I'm not owning my shit, but I'm following up on owning my shit because I told you guys that the next focus for me is because, again, in the next four weeks, I have like social event after social event after social event. And I know that I don't have to drink, but the past two weekends I have stayed in, I've been wholesome and I felt so good during the week as a result of doing that. It feels so good today. It's a Monday. I don't feel tired. I'm actually ovulating. So I know that plays into me feeling really good, but I had such a wholesome weekend last night, me and some of my friends, we went and did warm yoga for the first time. If anyone, well, because there's obviously hot yoga and warm yoga for anyone who doesn't know what it is. It's obviously yoga and you're in a hot room. We did warm. So I think it was maybe 25, 30 degrees, I think. And I actually struggled. Like getting towards the end of it, I was sweating. I was like puffed. I could feel like my heart rate increasing, but I felt so good afterwards. I felt so zen and so relaxed. So if anyone hasn't tried warm or hot yoga, that's my recommendation of the week. Go and try it. You just feel so zen. It brings you back into the body. It connects you with your breath. It's a great mindfulness hack, but you're also moving your body. You're also connecting with your body. There's so many benefits in just doing the one thing. And I think the whole temperature thing as well is really good because it's obviously good for your cardiovascular health good for your skin. It's detoxing your your pathways. It'll be helping your skin. I've already said that, helping your skin. But also when we are in heated environments, especially at the end of the day, when we, it's kind of confusing because you'd think that when you're in a warmer environment, your body would be hotter. Your body is essentially hotter, but your, I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually when your body is in warm temperatures, it also works harder to cool itself. So you're actually cooler, but you're in in a hotter environment because that's the body's trying to bring itself back to a, I don't even know how to explain it. But, and when we're, when our bodies are cooler, we feel more relaxed and we feel more sleepy. That's why it's really good to do things like sauna before a bed because your temperature is going to come down. Is it your basal temperature? I think. I don't know. Hang on. I need to Google this. Okay. Once we exit the sauna, the body cools down very quickly. And this drop in our body temperature lets the brain know that it's time to hit the sack. Okay. So there is a drop in our body temperature when we've been in warmer environments. Okay. Also, if you haven't, if you're in Melbourne, go to the breath house. I went and did my first breathwork session at the breath house in Melbourne it's a breathwork breathwork studio I think it's Australia's first dedicated breathwork studio it was amazing as always I knew it was going to be amazing we did the LSD class it stands for light slow deep if you haven't done breathwork before I recommend doing that class first because it's quite it's not as intense as some of the others and it was so cool I went with a girlfriend and it was her first breathwork class and obviously trying to explain the sensations that you get. And if you have like a really good experience with it, you just, you obviously need to experience like trying to talk about it just doesn't do it justice. And turning to my friend after the class who had never done it before and she she was laying there and she was smiling and she was saying, oh my God, what the fuck was that? 
I feel so good. I've got the tingles. I feel so relaxed. And it just made me so happy seeing her experience that and seeing her feel the sensations in her body and she just felt incredible and it just made me happy. So two recommendations of the week. Go and do a hot yoga or a warm yoga class and go to the breath house if you haven't already. Okay, so we're going to read out lessons from the listeners for today's episode. Okay. Actually, I also screenshotted a quote that I wanted to read out to you guys. The most convincing sign that some will achieve new results in the future is new behavior in the present. All right, let's go through these. So the first one. Distance yourself from people. If they notice, they care. If they don't, you know where you stand. And this interesting. I know what this girl this girl means by sometimes when you back off, you notice that because I've had situations like this before, right, where I noticed I was the one making the effort and trying to catch up and plan things and this person just kept making excuses of – I can't see you. I'm so busy, blah, 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 which is fine. Fair enough. But it went on for a while and it got to the point where I just said to myself, I'm going to back away. I'm not going to ask to see them. I'm not going to ask to make plans. I literally said to them, if you want to make plans with me, you like, I'm here, I'll, I'll see you. But it just got to the point where that was a sign that they didn't want to catch up with me or they didn't want to see me. And that was fine. But this person's right. When you distance yourself from people, and they don't notice or they don't reach out to you or they don't try and follow through with plans, then you, of course, know where you stand. I love this one. Hurt people, hurt people. Absolutely, sis. This next one really hit home for me. Realizing other people aren't always the bad guy. It's just my perception and wounding. This made me reflect a lot because for me, sometimes it's so easy for my brain to catastrophize or try and mind read people when and sometimes I just really struggle to be in the present and that is just my own internal wounding exactly what this listener has said that I think we just need to be aware when our mind is catastrophizing with the worst case scenario and mind reading people when it's just not the case at all the relationship with yourself is where you need to spend most of the work. A bloody men. The best time is now. This is from a listener and she's a solo traveler. We're trying to plan for her to come on. And I think this is a really good reminder that whatever it is, like it doesn't even have to be around travel, but are you making an, an excuse for when you want to do something like maybe you do want to travel but you keep making excuses and you keep putting it off oh now it's not the good time there is never going to be a good time ever there's always going to be something that comes up that limits you from getting to a certain place or it it honestly at the end of the day comes down to our mindset and our perception there's so much power being true to you. The right people will find you. A hundred percent. Your life is a reflection of your mind. Inner work always benefits outer perspective. This definitely ties into one of the first ones. And it's true. One thing that I've been like paying a lot of attention to lately is 
everyone around me is just a mirror of me. And to an extent, the only negative relationship or toxic relationship that I've ever had is with myself. And everyone in my life is just to some extent a projection of that. And our life is shit as it sounds sometimes really is a reflection of our own internal mind. To get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. It's fucking beautiful. (laughs) If an opportunity wasn't meant for you, it wouldn't be given to you at that time. Let the universe do its thing, baby. This person's wrote, moving out of the small town I grew up in. I already, like, that's all she's written in, but I definitely know that. There are a lot of lessons you learn when you do do that and you do experience moving away from your hometown and it's beautiful. If it's meant for you, everything will fall into place. This is something that I keep reminding myself. I have surrendered to a lot of things lately and kind of just put my situation in, like I'm trusting the universe that if it is meant for me, everything will fall into place, exactly what this person said. And if you're meant to be in someone's life, you will be. This is just the journey, the setbacks that you're experiencing, the failure that you're experiencing, the rejection that you're experiencing, the loss that you're experiencing. This is your ticket to growth, like the discomfort that you're feeling. And when not everything feels like it's falling into place, this isn't meant for you. It goes back to that quote of, again, like what one of the listeners said that, Our outer world is a reflection of our mind. When we shift that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, your perspective on things will change. And this is why I love gratitude because in my journal, when I journal, I obviously just thought dump. So I get everything out that I may have been struggling with or maybe something negative or how I'm feeling. I just dump it onto paper, but I always finish in at least three things that I'm grateful for because that trains my brain that even though there may have been some things that haven't gone well for me or maybe certain feelings or emotions came up that day that didn't feel the best at the time, there were still at least like there's always multiple more than three things that have gone well that you don't realize because our brains are so hardwired to focus on the negative we were literally built with that there's nothing wrong with you because our brains are built for our ancestors not the world that we live in today so it was it's always our ancestors needed a brain that was always going to perceive danger like if a tiger was running after us or if someone was trying to kill us we don't experience that today so that's why our brain a lot of the time always tries to focus on the negative things right and but also I think when you don't reflect on the things that have gone well for you and you are feeding into your negative narrative that festers and that grows and you're a victim to your circumstances and then you fall into the oh, life always happens to me. You know, you can't even get into a car without having a road rage or cracking the shits at someone because they've accidentally cut you off. Oh, my life's just so shit. I've had such a shit day. That is falling, that is being a victim to your circumstance. I always use this example, but when you're in something like a road, road, way, road rage, 
just shifted. Who cares? You haven't died. They cut you off. Who cares? It's not the end of the world. Just in that moment, I'm grateful that they didn't fucking run into me. Or I'm sure like we've all cut someone off in the car before. Okay. Being al- Next one. Being alone is not a bad thing. You have more time to prioritize you and become stronger alone. Yeah. Still working on it, but doing things for myself and not other people. The only person who can fix you is yourself. Literally, no one cares. Do whatever the fuck you want. Someone else has said, for friends, quality over quantity. Yeah, could not agree more. I think having two incredible friends and trustworthy friends and friends that you can be yourself around is way better than having a lot of shitty friends. Don't let someone dictate your worth. Still trying to learn this one. I know. I think this is just a roller coaster and a life process of us all trying to not let anyone dictate our self-worth or letting the opinions of others get to us or stop us from making decisions. Do you know, I wanted to start this podcast years before I actually did it. And the only thing that stopped me was the fear of judgment of other people. That's the only thing that stopped me. Oh, what's my family going to think? Oh, what's everyone in my hometown going to think? Oh, everyone's going to laugh at me. Everyone's going to judge me. Everyone's going to think it's shit. Well, yeah, of course, I know that there's people like not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to love what you're doing. Not everyone is aligned with your values or the information that you're putting out. And no, my podcast isn't the best bloody podcast in the world. It's at the bottom. But what's that quote that? Kim Kardashian says she says if you walk into a room full of people and you're the best in the room you're in the wrong room so that's something that I always remind myself that you're at the bottom but that's where you're supposed to be that's where you're going to learn the most that's where you're going to grow the most and as long as you're consistent in this journey and you're showing up authentically and you're doing this from a place of passion and purpose that's literally all that matters And I want everyone to take that information on board. You can't control the future. That the people that hurt you most are the most beneficial to your personal growth. This is an interesting one, but it's true. You learn a lot from heartbreak and people hurting you and people disappointing you. Because you learn ultimately at the end of the day, you've just got yourself. Okay. Trust no bitch. Trust your gut. Time heals everything. Also, hold your own. Nobody has your back like yourself. Someone said nothing changes if nothing changes. I'm actually going to get this tattooed on me. I'm so glad that I came up with that. Well, I didn't come up with that. I heard someone say it else before, but I love that it's my little slogan at the end of every episode. I'm, I'm going to get it tattooed on me. I want all of my tattoos off, to be honest. I'm at that point where all of my tattoos... Like, I love them, but they're either, you know, they weren't thought through very well or they're just a shitty tattoo job. Like, there were some tattoos that I got done in Queensland with my friend and they're just, like, they're fine line tattoos, but they're wonky and some areas are thicker than others. The only tattoo that I really love is I've got a tattoo, it says Admoira don't know if that's how you pronounce it properly but it's just underneath my oh what even is that area called the opposite of my elbow area um 
and it means towards greater things. And I got that done when I was 18. And then the one that I really want gone the most is I have a typical rose tattoo on my rib cage. And I got that done in schoolies in 2018. For anyone who doesn't know, schoolies is an Australian thing where after year 12 or the end of high school, you go and pretty much like there's different locations that you could go to, but the main location is up at the Gold Coast. And literally most people in Australia after they finish high school, so a bunch of 18, 19 year olds will go up to Queensland and just drink alcohol for a whole week. And I got it there for $80 and it's just one of those tattoos where it looks terrible. It was just a in the moment decision that I regret. So definitely should have listened to my grandparents and my parents when they told me you'll regret getting a tattoo. <laughs> but no, there are some that I love on my body. I just really don't like my rose one. Um, but yeah, I should get nothing changes if nothing changes on my body. Okay, next one. No one lives to serve you. This has helped my life and my my relationship, my life and relationships for the better. That's true. Everyone's just here in their own world trying to show up for themselves. Last one. Not everyone is going to like you and that's okay. It took me ages to come to terms with that. Yeah. There's one thing, there's a quote that comes to mind when reading this is, not everybody, no, what is it? You don't even like it, everybody. Oh, is that the quote? No, not everyone's going to like everybody. Not you, you don't even like everybody. And it's a hard thing to navigate and work through and come to terms with because it ultimately comes down to our ego and we are wired to fit into a group and be accepted because back, black, Back in our ancestor day, if we didn't have a tribe, we were kicked out to defend for ourselves and we most likely would have died or gotten attacked by a tiger. Being liked by everybody and wanting to fit in ultimately comes down to how our brain is wired. And I think we can all do the work and get better and try and be aware of our ego, trying to convince us of different things and trying to be pleased and liked by everybody, trying to like everybody and please people. But this list is right. Not everybody is going to like you and it's completely okay. I obviously filmed an episode of part two of 36 things that I think I've learned in my 20s. But one thing that I would like to add just quickly is the importance of leaning on your friends. I am someone who... When I guess I'm going through something, I tend to go into my shell, sit in my room, because this is also this is what I did when I was a child. I would just deal with everything on my own. And the past few weeks, I have just really lent, lent on my friends and hung around friends more than what I normally would because I'm trying to, you know, they're also reminding me like this is literally what we're here for to support you and be here for you when you need us the most so lean on us it's literally what we're supposed to do and I know I would do the exact same thing for my friends so that's another lesson for you guys is if you're going through something or just in general lean on your friends love them be there for them spend more time with them 
Well, that was the end of today's little episode. I hope you guys liked that. If you haven't already, I've already said that. Give me a rating and review. But that was all for today. A quick episode. I love you guys. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.